0: Good morning. Every morning, a star we call the sun rises. Where have the other stars gone? You can almost hear the sun saying, don't bother with those other puny stars. They are cute but useless. I am the only star that matters to you. I give you light. I give you heat. Where would be without me? I am number one, the real star. When Jesus said we need to hate spouses, parents, siblings, and children, what he meant is that he must be the first the real star. He must be the sun outshining all the other stars. He is more than everyone else. Jesus is mentioning three conditions that a disciple must be willing to do to follow him in today's gospel. First, he must hate his own family and his own life. Second, he must carry his own cross, and third, he must renounce all his possessions. Jesus is not literally calling us to hate the members of our family. The word hate has no place in Christianity. We can feel strongly opposed to someone or something, but we cannot hate that person Or that thing. Hate is the antithesis of love and in today's gospel Jesus is using that word that he himself banned from Christianity. Is Jesus telling us that to be his disciples we must be people of hate? No, hatred of that kind is sinful, wrong and evil and has no place in Christian life. A little further, the same Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 20, Jesus firmly reemphasizes the duty of honoring father and mother. And regarding husband and wife, he says that they must be one flesh and that man does not have a right to separate that which God has joined together. At the Sermon on the Mount, he spoke about love of God and love of neighbor. He even told us to love our enemies. How then can he tell us to hate our family members? We need to keep in mind a certain fact. The Hebrew language does not have comparatives. It is not possible in Hebrew, for example, to speak of loving something more or less than another thing. It is only possible to speak of loving or hating. The phrase, if anyone follows me and does not hate father and mother should be understood in this way. If anyone follows me without preferring me to father and mother. What Jesus is saying that, in comparison to our love for him, all other love must be so inferior. Secondly, Jesus says that we need to carry our crosses and come after him. This means that we need to be willing and prepared to suffer for the gospel and for him and to bear these sufferings gladly because we are not suffering alone. We suffer in union with Jesus, who never leaves us alone in our suffering, but always draws near us if we let him. Taking up our own cross does not mean seeking out suffering. Jesus did not seek out his cross. He took on himself in obedience to the Father. Jesus did not come to make human crosses heavier, but rather to give them meaning. It has been rightly said that whoever looks for Jesus without the cross will find the cross without Jesus. That is, he will certainly find the cross, but not the strength to carry it. And thirdly, we must be willing to renounce our possessions. That is, our love of material things for the sake of Jesus. We live in a very affluent area of the world, And sometimes all the possessions we have can fill our closets, garage, and even spare rooms. Why do we have all this stuff? Now, renouncing our possessions doesn't necessarily mean that we need to sell everything and enter a monastery. But what it does mean is that we have the spirit of detachment from our material things so that I don't need material possessions to make myself happy. A good test to find out whether I am truly detached from my possessions is to ask myself if I could be just as happy without my possessions as with them. The answer need to be yes. Jesus was really describing the cost of discipleship. He asks. us, today to accept the cost of placing God first in our life. To place your love for me above the love you have for those in the world. Loving God must be a sacrificial love that other loves in your life must never come first. To love beyond your family and friends, beyond those you are expected to love. To love less your own life and love more the lives of others. It is not about me bringing Jesus into my life, but the exact opposite. It is about letting Jesus rule me, as Saint Paul said in Galatians chapter two, verses 20, I live no longer I, but Christ who lives in me. Putting God ahead of our relationships and our possessions is not easy all the time. It is good to ask ourselves the question, What do I own and what owns me? Mother Teresa of Calcutta says, By blood, I am an Albanian. By citizenship, I am an Indian. By faith, I am a Catholic nun. As to my calling, I belong to the world. As to my heart, I belong entirely to the heart of Jesus. If you understand what she is saying, then you understand the spirituality Jesus is calling us in our gospel today. He wants us to be willing to sacrifice our own comfort when our duty calls. Maximilian Kolbe who sacrificed his life for a fellow prisoner so that he might leave to take care of his family. To be Jesus' disciple means being ready to make sacrifice. Carrying our cross and following Jesus means being ready to give up anything. Anyone who has ever been prepared for surgery at a hospital knows that at a certain point in that process, you realize that you don't even own the hospital gown you are wearing. Moments like that in life reminds us that at the end of the day, The only thing on earth we really have is our faith. Therefore, our gospel reading this weekend is such good medicine. It is good to be reminded that in all things, we need to put Jesus first in our lives. When we put Jesus first, all our possessions and relationships will find their proper place. Only Jesus has the words of everlasting life. Amen.